you, Heather. Church of the Warm Heart, good morning. Great to have you on this fall day. My name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your Warm Heart pastors. It is a joy to have you with us this morning. If you are joining us online, wherever you may be and whatever day you are watching this, hello and welcome to you. We are blessed to have you join us this morning as well. I'm looking around. We're like, we're short a couple people. They're, they're on the ladies' retreat. There's, there's, a, there's a few dozen folk up in McCall. Uh, enjoying the, the, the end of, of the season up there. Uh, usually at this time, I, I highlight Lisa for some things. She's up there. Uh, then I turn to Pastor Jen, and well, she's up there. Uh, then I turn to Nicole, our youth leader. Well, she's up there. And then well, uh, our, uh, our, our new children's minister, Malia, well, she's up there. It's just you and me. That's, and, and, and the great tech people upstairs. So uh, good to have you uh, helping us uh, put the service together. Uh, just a couple of announcements to share, and I think Pete's got those for us today. Can you all say hi, Pastor Pete? Hi, Pastor Pete. Since everyone's in McCall, we have to make a special announcement because next, this next Friday is our Family Fall Festival for the kids. And they're still looking for some of us to volunteer to help with the games with the kids and such. We want to make this a really wonderful evening for them, and they need us to help make that happen. So it starts at 6 o'clock on Friday evening. You can bring your whole family and, uh, and have some, oh, my God, they're serving pizza. <laughs> what more can you ask for? And if you have a piece of pizza, you get to play a game. See? Easy stuff. After that, uh, the card maker, actually before that, the card makers are meeting this afternoon at 2 o'clock, I believe. And then the uh, weekend of November 3rd, 4th, and 5th is very, very full. The uh, parents' night out, all church bazaar that Saturday morning, and on that Sunday afternoon, we're having a new member class. So if we survive all of that up until Thanksgiving, we should be doing pretty well. Is that about it? <laughs> that works for me, Pete. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you. We've got some wonderful people sitting next to you, and let's take a moment and greet those around us in Christian love.
wanted to be sure that everybody in this new thing they were calling the church knew what they were believing in. So they wrote a trustee, and it's a long one. So take a deep breath and join with me in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things remain for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic Church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Unless you're a kiddo, like fifth grade and down, come on down. This is your time in worship. How are y'all doing today? Doing well? Doing good? I like your shoes. Cool shoes. Are you guys ever are you guys ever scared of anything? Oh, awesome. That's pretty cool. You guys aren't scared of anything at all. You're scared of the dark? I remember I remember when I was about your age and I I it was at night and I was laying in bed and I had to go see another room in the middle of the night. And I didn't want to get out of bed. And I would, and, but, but you know, that the other room is calling. <laughs> so, so I made it to, I, I got in there, turned on my light and went upstairs and used the bathroom. Went back downstairs and then I had a problem because my light switch was over here and my bed was over here. And there were, I knew there were monsters underneath the bed. Or something. I don't know what there was, but it was scary. And it was basement. We had like concrete walls around, and and it was. Uh, I don't know. I know you would never do this, but I counted. Oh, one, two, three. Turned off the light, and I ran as fast as I could to jump. And I jumped on the bed, and I didn't realize how fast I was going. And I smashed into the concrete wall, right next. To oh, I know. <laughs> and that's when I learned. All right, there's nothing underneath my bed. I'll just walk to my bed next time. But we're all scared of stuff. 
Did you know that everyone out here is scared of, you're not scared of anything? That's awesome. You are braver than I am. I don't. Oh, that happens. Let me show you some other famous people who are scared of stuff as well. All right, some of these people you might not know, but that's John Madden, big time football player, football announcer, big dude, should not be afraid of anything. Guess what he's afraid of? Flying. Back when he was a sports announcer, they had, they had to buy him a bus. $800,000 bus. That's $1985. Because he would not fly from coast to coast. So he would hop on a bus in, in New Jersey and drive, and drive it all the way to California for the next game. He was just, nope, I'm never going to fly. Who else do we have? Oh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, the actor who plays Jack Sparrow. He's got, he's got a beard like your dad? Uh, he's afraid of clowns. Can, can I get an amen from anybody? All right, I'm just curious. Yeah, he's, he's scared of razors. Ooh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, uh, he's a big-time uh, actor, not scared of anything. I will find you, I will hunt you down no matter what, except unless it's on top of a building. He's scared of heights. Liam Neeson is scared of heights, yeah. <gasps> Scarlet J- What's her name? Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Doesn't look like she'll be afraid of anything, but she's afraid of cockroaches. <laughs> Don't blame her on that one. She lives in New York there. Uh, Kim. Oh, I lost her name. Nicole. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. She's afraid of butterflies. I know, right? Can you believe it? Afraid of butterflies. Afraid of butterflies. <gasps> You're not afraid of butterflies? This one was someone not as famous. That's me. Guess what I'm... Do you know what I'm afraid of? Public speaking. <laughs> I, it scares me to death to get up in front of people and speak. But you're doing it right now. Can you believe it? In high school and college, I would like throw up the day before if I had to speak in front of anybody. And... Uh, when I, when I was in the seminary, I figured I, I should probably figure out how to beat that. And I was at a church of 4,000 people. That was the size of the church that I was at, 4,000 people. And I asked the senior pastor, can you get, make me, make me read scripture in front of everyone. Because I needed to get over this. It's, it's pretty cool. Sometimes God could take your greatest fear and turn it into your greatest gift. That's pretty cool. no. <laughs> Maybe, maybe so someday. Maybe so. You read, we, you, we take you to Sunday school and you get to read Bible stories and so many of those stories are characters who had fears and God used those fears in wonderful ways. Moses. Moses had a speech impediment. He couldn't speak very well. And God said, go talk to the king. Go talk to Pharaoh. Uh-uh. And he did. And the slaves were free. David in front of Goliath, little boy, big giant, big fear. Overcome your fear, you get to free the nation. All, every time an angel shows up in the Bible, you know what the first thing they say is? Fear not. Do not be afraid. And it's almost always not because an angel just poofed in front of them, but because of a fear that that was already poofed. Poof with an F. Poof. <laughs> It'd be really weird if an angel did something else. <laughs> poof. In front of them. What'd you learn in Sunday school today? Angels poofed. Yeah. 
do not be afraid. I hope that whatever you're afraid of, that you know that God is always with you and that you will always be uh, with him. Let's pray. God above, we give thanks for these little ones that as they grow in, in love and godliness and in size and age and maturity, we just pray that they know that they go with the love of this congregation, with the love of their families, and with the love of you. Fear not. And the family of God said, amen. Thanks for coming down today. Thanks, Tammy.
as we come to our prayer time here at the Church of the Warm Heart. Uh, Our tradition is that we share prayers with each other. So wherever you may be, just if you'd like to share them out loud, if you want to shout them to the rafters, if you just want to keep them in your heart, that's fine. So we'll have a moment of, of personal prayer, then a pastoral prayer, and then the Lord's Prayer. What are we praying for this morning? Heavenly Father, do we need courage today? When evil darkens our world, give us light. When despair numbs our souls, give us hope. When we stumble and fall, lift us up. When doubts assail us, give us faith. When nothing seems sure, give us trust. And Lord, when we lose our way, be our guide. Holy Spirit, drive away from us all forms of sickness and disease. Restore strength to our bodies. Restore joy to our spirits. And Lord, support us all the day long. So when the evening comes and the, and the busy world is hushed and our work is done, then, then in your mercy, we ask that you grant us rest holy rest and grant us a peace in our hearts that we have found the courage to live in your grace and in your mercy this day. We pray this in the name of the Christ who taught his disciples how to pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our next hymn might be familiar to, uh, to many of us. Let us stand and sing. It is well with my soul.
The scripture this morning comes from the Hebrew scriptures, 1 Chronicles 28 and Joshua, the first chapter. From 1 Chronicles, David is talking about Solomon. And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with a wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. David also said to Solomon, his son, Be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. And when Joshua was about to lead his people into the promised land, he gathered his officers together and he said, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, Go through the camp and tell the people, Get your possessions ready. These days from now you will cross the Jordan here to go and take possession of the land the Lord your God has given you for your own. A sense of reading of the word. Praise be to God. Thank you, Pastor Pete. So at our house, I am the spider whisperer. It's my job. There's a spider in our house. It's my job to take care of it. If they're small enough, my family may, they may get it. But once they, once they reach a certain size, they are in my domain. <clears throat> we, we love all of God's creatures as long as they stay outside. They get inside our house, they have a good chance to meet their maker. <laughs> Spiders don't bother me. I could, have, I could have spiders crawling all over me. It doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. Roller coasters bother me. <laughs> I'm scared of roller coasters. But that fear is manageable. I, I might get tired of someone saying, Dad, come get this spider. But I can never imagine a scenario where I'd have to say, Dear, come get this roller coaster. <laughs> roller coasters don't sneak up on you. Spiders sneak up on you. If, if, if my wife sees a spider on this arm, and she has a chainsaw in this other arm, <laughs> the arm's going to go, right? That's the way it is. I, I can't make fun of her a whole lot. She's gonna, she'll bring out the visine. I'm a wimp when it comes to eye drops. I can't do it. I, I'll never have contacts. I just, it just, ah. Spiders find contacts right out. We all have that little thing, right? That little thing that freaks us out, that, that, that brings up that little fear in us. So I want to ask you, I'll actually ask you this morning, what is, your, what is your silly little fear? Don't give me the fears like death, war, children are going to be okay, you know, the big ones. Don't, uh, but do you have a fear that might seem silly to someone else? I'm just curious. Shout it out. What's your fear? Mice? 
Oh, I missed it. Snakes. Heights, yeah. Well, this sermon is for all of us. Some of us need a little more courage in our lives. For the last few weeks, we have been using the Wizard of Oz as a creative way to reflect on some of God's gifts to us. Just as each of those characters have lacked something, uh, so it is with us. So let's review. The Scarecrow. Scarecrow needed a... I didn't do a good job in my sermon. Scarecrow needs a brain. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's good to have a good head on all shoulders, to have wisdom like Solomon. Uh, tin Man. Tin Man needed a heart. Uh, tin Man uh, represented the factory worker who had been robbed of his humanity by going into the factory. This is 1900 when this was written. People were going off the farms into the factory, and they were losing their dignity, losing their, you know, heart. Uh, and then the, uh, oh, go back. There we go. And then uh, the, uh, the lion. What the lion need? Courage. Again, 1900. When uh, uh, Mr. Baum wrote this, he, he thought that this, the lion represented uh, the cowardly political leaders who didn't have the nerve to, to do what they were doing, to know what they were doing. Thank God we are beyond those days. <laughs> but in our scripture lesson, we see David, King David, giving the advice to his son Solomon. Be strong and courageous. Do the work. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. The Lord, God, my God is with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. Do it with wholehearted devotion and a willing mind. Sounds a whole lot like you know, uh, Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Lion. I once read that fear. Fear causes more misery than all the, all the sin and the sickness in the world. We're not sick all the time. We're not sinning all the time. But most people are fearful of something all the time. Now, there is normal fear, and there's things that you should be afraid of, right? That's a gift from God. When I'm visiting the zoo... I might be tempted to crawl over the fence and pet the polar bear on the head. It's a cute little animal. Don't do that. (laughs) Fear tells me that thing's going to rip my head off. Fear, don't run in the street. Fear, don't touch the hot stove. Fear, there are good fears out there. Most of us busy people might break speeding laws more frequently if we didn't fear the man with a a blue light. Blue light special on I-84. On the other hand, abnormal or excessive fear is a monster that can paralyze and destroy. Panic is fear out of control. But Pastor Mike, we live in a scary world. Don't you watch the news? Remember the day when the news was only on for a half hour in the evening? You only had a half hour to freak out. Now we can have freak out the entire day. We are only born with two fears. Fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Those who, who uh, check, check and test babies, those are the two fears that, that are pre-recorded into our body. 
every other fear is learned. But what that also means is that every fear can be controlled or overcome. Of all the advice that King David gave to his son, we can read over and over again where he tells him, have courage, do not be afraid. What was Solomon afraid of? Wasn't fear for his life? Wasn't fear of harm or other nations? Maybe it was fear of living up to expectations. He's, he's about to be king. It's a job I don't want. Truth is this. Fear God, right? Isn't that what Psalm 1 tells us? Fear God. The remarkable thing about fearing God is when you fear God, you fear nothing else. And if you don't fear God, you're afraid of everything else. Hundreds of years before Solomon, this is a long time ago, Joshua just got the proverbial reins to the kingdom. Now, they weren't a kingdom yet. They were a bunch of slaves making their way through the promised land. They had just reached the promised land. They're about to go into it. Moses dies up on the mountain. Joshua is going to lead the people now. And again, Joshua has everything he needed to do the task, except for one thing, courage. The Lord did not tell Joshua, Joshua, I will find you more men. No. Joshua, I will find you more, uh, more provisions, more knowledge. Joshua, I will find you more roadmaps or food. No, Joshua, you have everything you need except for courage. Be strong. Be courageous. Once read that uh, in the King James Version, uh, I, I have not verified this myself, but uh, I heard a couple of other pastors say it. There are 365 do not be afraids in the Bible. One for every day of the, of, of, of the year. Every time the angel shows up, don't be afraid. And again, it's not because an angel just showed up, but the angel was addressing a fear that these people had. That's why the angel had to show up in the first place. What are you afraid of? Rejection? What other people think of you? Criticism? Are you afraid of running out of money? Are you afraid of commitment? You know that we're, we, are, we are never really 80% sure of anything we ever try or do. <laughs> Some of us are like, I won't, I won't try something until I'm 100% sure. Well, guess what? You're never going to do anything. David knew something about courage. David and Goliath, it's that David. David facing Saul, that David. David facing the Philistines, that David. Facing so much and overcoming so much. And in the end, David trusted God to give him what he needed. So how do you find courage? Here's, in the couple minutes that I have, here's a, here's a couple things that you can do to find the courage that you need, the courage that I need. Number one, identify the fear and rebuke it in the name of Christ, in the name of Jesus. You see, the evil one, the evil wants you to be afraid wants you to be scared. He wants us to live in fear. 
But the Bible says that if we confront him in the name of Jesus, he will turn and run. This is James chapter 4, James, New Testament. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil. Uh, King James says rebuke the devil, and he will flee from you. You have the power to make the devil run. Wouldn't it be cool if the thing that you're afraid of becomes afraid of you? Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Rebuke the fear. Do me a favor. Shout that out loud. Rebuke the fear. fear. Another thing you could do to find courage. Let me me backtrack to that for a second. Um, in In the name of Christ. You are never alone. You're never alone. I think I shared this the first uh, week we started this series of Wizard of Oz. First time I remember watching it was was sitting on my grandfather's uh, floor in the farmhouse watching the little 13-inch TV. It was black and white, so the Wizard of Oz didn't work because it was a black and white TV. But I was sitting there with my brother. I was like 10 years old. My brother's like 5 years old, 4 years old. Got to do the math, 4 years old. And we lived 100 yards away through a scary cornfield. Uh, two farmhouses 100 yards apart. And so it got to be dark, and the movie's over, and time to walk home. So me and my brother, we're walking home through the cornfield. Children of the corn here, Malachi. <clears throat> we really were. Like, or soy, I can't remember if it was corn or soybeans, but it was scary. Uh, walking home with my brother, and we're, we, we make it just fine. A couple days later, I'm at the same farmhouse. Mom wanted me to go help Grandpa do something, uh, as if a 10-year-old could help change an engine in a Chevy, but that's what he was doing. But uh, in other words, go help, just go away for a while. Go help Grandpa. <laughs> so I'm helping Grandpa, and again, it gets dark, and it's time for me to walk home. I ain't walking out there. I'm 10 years old. I should not be scared of things. But it hit me. Why, why was it okay just two days later, walking with my four-year-old brother. What's he going to do? <laughs> all I have to do is outrun him, right? That's all I got to do. I was fine with my four... If I could be fine with a four-year-old against something scary in the corn, I got the maker of the universe on my side. You have the creator of everything in this world on your side. Do not be afraid. Another way to find courage. Talk with a trusted friend. Find someone to share with. A fear shared is a fear reduced. A fear shared is a fear reduced. A joy shared is a joy doubled. Right? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says this. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Scripture never uses the phrase mental health, but it does use words like shalom, joy, peace, soul rest, contentment, blessed, to describe a person who has that sense of peace of Christ. Find someone to talk to about deep-seated fears that just paralyze your soul. Reduce the fear. 
Do me a favor. Shout out, reduce the fear. Rebuke the fear, reduce the fear. If possible, another thing you could do. Take a walk, not through a scary cornfield, but take a walk and talk to God. Talk to God about your fear. If there, there is something so therapeutic about exercising outdoors, and if you combine that with prayer, the comforts are powerful and profound. We were born to be in nature. When was the last time you touched dirt? When's the last time you went for a walk? In the elements. I, I, I got a buddy. California. Had a meeting in New York. It was raining in California. It was sleeting in New York. Got into his car in California. That was parked in his garage. Drove to the airport. Parked in the parking garage. Connected to the airport. Got on his plane, boarded, flew out, landed. Got into his rental car from the, from the garage. Drove to the hotel that had a basement garage. Had his meeting and uh, stayed the night. Next day, reversed the whole thing. Got home, 24-hour trip. Not once did he get wet. Not once did he step outside. 72 degree climate the entire time. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? But think about this. A hundred years ago, if you would have told someone that kind of trip was possible, it would have blown their mind. It amazes me that we say we feel distant from God when we close ourselves off from God's creation. Uh, Harold Bell said it like this. Small wonder our lives have so little of God in them when we come in touch with so little that God has made. Go for a walk. This is the season to see trees. And while you're out there, pray. Talk to God. Pray away the fear. Can you say that? Pray away the fear. fear. One thing that works for me is I love Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. You know this one. Read each line of that great psalm and and whisper a prayer based on that line. The Lord is my shepherd. And then my prayer could be like, Lord, I need a shepherd right now. I'm I'm a sheep in your flock, and, and Lord, there's wolves out there. I need a shepherd. Lead me beside the still waters. You could just go through the whole uh, psalm like that. Just, Just share a prayer. Lord, I'm walking through a dark valley. I need that cup. I need that rod. I need. Pray about it. God is greater than our fear. God, can you say that for me? God is greater than our fear. Solomon found courage not only to build the temple, but to lead the people as his years of king. Joshua found courage in leading the people to take the promised land. Courage is available to us today, to you, to me, to all of us. And I pray that we have it when we truly need it. And the family of God said, amen.
as we come to the offertory, a word of thanks to those who faithfully participate to the giving to this church. We support many ministries inside the church, outside the church, at home, and abroad. Uh, Our futures team is meeting uh, this afternoon, right after the second service. Uh, The futures team, we have a futures team. They they take a look at the the future of this church, what opportunities that may be out there. Uh, They have their uh, meeting today. And uh, who knows what the future might bring, but we step into it with hearts courageous. Your offertory helps make this church happen and to look at how we can support uh, uh, the Methodist ministry in Meridian. Let's receive the offertory. Please stand for the doxology.
please share in our offertory prayer. Generous God, bless these gifts freely given. With wisdom, heart, and courage, help us to give of ourselves to bring peace, color, and life to the world. May we reach out to the lost, lonely, and forgotten. For in you, there is no place like home. Amen. Our closing song is kind of a uh, it's kind of a foot stomper, the Lily of the Valley. There's a place in the chorus where it's a good place to, to just shout out hallelujah, and I'll just kind of give you a little, little, little uh, indication that's a good place to shout it out. Let's sing the Lily of the Valley. Hallelujah is Hebrew. It is a it is a Hebrew word that means woohoo. That's that's the best that I can uh, give for that. Uh, may the God that brought us together today go with us now and forevermore. That that as we go through these these da- these days of autumn, may we find peace, rest, warmth, and comfort in His presence and the presence of His people. Go in peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.